Hello, you sweaty, nasty, moist. Wow, oh, no, you did that last week. Uh, gamers out there, this is Josh. One of your you threw me out. The whole intro is thrown off. And this is Evan I'm at. from Casual and Sweats. Casual <laughs> this moist. is Casual Sweats. Um, and this is a podcast about all kinds of things, but the uh, ostensibly it's about video games. Um, Allegedly. And usually we talk a little bit about video games at least, so it's a loosely video game-related po- podcast. Uh, I'm excited about this week's show. We've got some pretty good topics in here. We're going to talk this week about ear licking. We're going to talk about Ratchet and Clank. We're going to talk about Jeff Bezos. We're going to talk about Chaos. Um, and we might even take a quiz, uh, at the end of the show, uh, because we are a couple of smart dudes and we enjoy learning. And so we're going to see how smart we are at the end of this show. But Evan, before we get into any of that, I think, you know what I'm going to ask you, how's it going with the hockey? Uh, don't know. Watch one game. And by one game, I mean one highlight of one game. So uh, Tampa Bay (laughs) shoved it down Montreal's rear end, and it was 8-0 by the end of that game. Yikes. Uh, Tampa Bay has a 3-2 series lead. Vegas Knights ended up coming back, and I believe it is now also 3-2 Vegas leading um, the other team, which escapes my mind right now. So this has been your Sports Corner Talk. This is Love your it. other host, Evan, and you're welcome. When is when is the local news station going to call you up to be their their sports anchor? They already have. I just turned oh. them down. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I yeah, I appreciate that you are in the contract. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you sticking the contract and not you know buying that out uh, or asking the station to buy the contract out, which is probably how that would work. Um, hang on, you said. The Vegas Knights. There is a t- there's a ho- a professional hockey team that plays in public with the name Mostly Vegas private, but yeah. Knights. Yeah, uh, Vegas Knights. Like introduced to the night as in league. night and day. Yeah, it's a new uh, no night like uh, night in shining armor. Oh, got it. Okay, introduced to the league a new franchise team or uh, yeah new franchise team that was introduced maybe a couple years back. Um, they're actually going to open it up again. Seattle Kraken. New team coming 2022, I guess. New season. And um, I guess that does happen. So there's your sports corner. That, dude, that's, that's, I'm glad that I keep bringing this up because every week I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, I still haven't watched any hockey, but this is all really interesting. Me either. And you turn to me for the sports corner, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Of the two of us, though, you are the most, the more sports boy. Uh, so I have to ask you about sports if I'm going to find out about sports at all. Oh my gosh. Um, speaking about sports, speaking about sports, that was, that's not an English phrase and that's not a good segue, but, um, Evan, let's talk about games we've been playing. Maybe non-sports games. I'm just going to send it over to you because like (laughs) Call of Duty is going to trigger me real bad right now. And, uh, that's what Um, I've been playing. Surprise. I saw I saw a video for the second point um, in this in in this section this door that's like killing players just by walking into it. Uh, 
do you think at this point they're just like let's just throw something in for fun let's just let's just have some fun and so like let's put a door this season let's put a door in there that kills people if you walk into it like you would do with any other door in the game just run through it totally yeah like imagine in your day-to-day life if we're trying to create some any semblance of realism between a game which you know i don't think call of duty is necessarily striving for let's add in doors that kill people they did just introduce a nail gun like i'm not yeah labeling it a different thing it's a nail gun and it's one of the most like it's just it's a fucking nail gun like hey honey and it's like super deadly right floors it it murks people like straight up murks people and it's a nail gun yeah Dude, I, I also a- saw a video of a guy because um, you have that bikes are in there now. I saw a video of a guy riding a motorcycle and he there like there's like debris on one of the bridges now or something. Oh yeah. And cool. have you seen this where he like think, he yeah. drove on the thing like drove up kind of a ramp, did a spin, like snipe the guy with a crossbow before he lands, and then the guy's down on the bridge and then he drives back up on the bridge and runs over him. It was impressive. I have to say that much. It is impressive. It, was, it seems a little sus, though, honestly. I think it was. Well, yeah, I mean, but, I, I'm not too sure about, like, if there was any, like, <laughs> hacking or whatever on that front, if that's what you were thinking. But, but like, it is it is an impressive play. I, I just think that people are that good at the game, honestly. Like, if he uses a crossbow already. Like, the part of getting or using the crossbow so you can get the fucking nail gun because why not let's just bring in a glue gun and a cock gun too like and create some <laughs> random powers associated with it that are going to destroy the entire game but uh you know why not and then we'll add in doors that kill people like and mm. then we'll allow helicopters to fly underneath the maps so that you can shoot them and then we're going to open up like a glitch within train station like the old school golden eye where you can walk through a wall and like hide on the other side and just murk a bunch of people like let's just keep doing that because it's not one of the biggest games out there right now like yeah. there aren't millions of people playing it that you know be a troll i enjoy trolls and there's a part of me that you know finds it haha i do a little laugh as i'm taking a shit looking through instagram but what the but fuck then when you, you're playing yeah when i'm playing it like i i will immediately turn against you like and sign a petition so that you never release another game in in relation to our conversation last week evan do you th- I I I haven't seen any evidence of this, but do the you train think station. No, 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 oh, sorry. Okay. okay. But do you think that um paying for a multiplayer game like a company that would charge for a multiplayer game, do you think that that would lead to higher quality like content and updates like basically as in no doors that kill people when they walk through them or no hiding in walls to shoot people or do you think it's just it's a different pay structure but the quality probably ends up the same i mean i would hope so but probably not i mean because these developers are are, they're already uh, not quite in the dollars they're already raking in the dollars for a free game and that's a lower entry that's true i can just download this game and play it and i chances are there's been a lot of people that have paid for additional guns or loadouts or whatever within the game if you're still breaking in the money. Like it goes back to money in every single scenario. Like why change anything or like why hire a contractor to investigate if helicopters can fly through the bottom of the map and shoot people or go through train station or insert whatever. Like if people will still pay kind of the field, the dreams mentality, if, if you build it, they will come as long as it's there. 
and you do a little facelift every now and then, people will continue to play. Yep. Yeah, you're probably right. So why not? It, yeah. it wouldn't matter. It yeah. wouldn't matter. Um, sounds Gosh. sounds really fun, though. What have you been playing, though? <laughs> um, I've been playing a couple things. So let me go backwards um, on my list here. So I've been reading. And it's not playing, but I've been reading this book that I really think you would enjoy, Evan. I think some of our listeners would enjoy, too. I'm not getting paid to plug this book, by the way. I just really enjoy it. But it's called Ask Awada. Um, and it's like, it's not a big, it's not a thick book. It's, it's pretty short. I'm like halfway through by now, but, um, it is, uh, like blog posts essentially that Satoru Iwata wrote back, wrote Satoru Iwata wrote back in the day, um, for a local, uh, like video game website in Japan. Um, Satoru Iwata being the, uh, CEO and president of, nintendo for quite a long time um he he went so far back essentially that um before nintendo was nintendo uh he was working at that company and i can't remember for the life of me what the name of that company was but um he uh when he was in school he he talks about how he got into developing with this like really fancy calculator essentially that he bought when he was like in high school or something and he could like program commands and he got really nerdy with like he made like a little mini game on that calculator that he had bought, um, fell in love with coding uh, and then, you know, bought his computer and sort of built his computer on his own um, with allowance and stuff like that. And then started doing code on the side. Um, and then there was like, you know, back then it was like the the 80, like late 80s, early 90s. And um, you would go to like you would go to a computer like cafe or lab or something and you would use computers there and so like they would go and write code to get like this little community they'd go and write code together um and then he got a a job uh at the precursor to nintendo and i wish i could remember the name of it and then ended up working at nintendo and became the ceo but um it's it's really cool so it's like game video game history and life lessons like all wrapped up into the same book um he's a brilliant man um and he's he's like super humble but really like matter of fact and confident about his accomplishments at the same time which is refreshing i think that maybe the japanese culture also kind of coming through but um it's really interesting so i've been reading that uh and i'm enjoying it quite a bit um and then the so the name askawada comes from a the uh, like a series of blog posts that he used to write that was called iwata asks um and he would like inquire about things and like write about stuff he had been wondering about, which is cool. Um, I finished that final fantasy origins demo. Um, and I said, we were going to talk about chaos. It's hilarious how much the word chaos comes up in that game. So many times the, if, if anybody saw the trailer during E3, they said the word K I like, I wish I would have counted, but they said the word chaos no less than 10 or 15 times. Like, it was, That's we're chaos. looking for chaos. I'm here to kill chaos. Where is chaos? Like that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you eventually find out that chaos is the like end boss of the game that you end up fighting. Very subtle. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's Garland, who is a character from the very first Final Fantasy game. But Garland becomes chaos. And so then he's no longer Garland. He is chaos. Uh so it's pretty good though. Like it's, um, it was really hard. It took me a few tries to, to actually get through it. 
And it is very Souls-like in that there is a specific method to beating the boss that's going to that's gonna be more successful than just straight up trying to fight him and, and block and dodge and parry and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I am looking forward to that game. It, they do have some work to do, but it was fun killing Chaos. So. Yeah, maybe like removing Chaos a few times from the script. Yeah, the, the dialogue definitely could use some work uh, for sure. Um, but also it's a final fantasy game. So like it's, it's going to be cheesy to some degree. Um, so you kind of just have to expect that I think, but you know, it was, it was fun. Um, and then I finished ratchet and clank and not only did I finish ratchet and clank, Evan, I got the platinum in ratchet and clank, which means that I earned every single trophy that there is to earn. And I did all the things and I have squeezed every no you know what I was gonna say I've squeezed every bit of value out of that game that I can but I haven't because I you can play through on like challenge mode it's like new game plus and I haven't even I haven't done that yet so I'll probably do that and there's like new versions of all the weapons in that mode so that sounds really fun but I got a I got a weapon at the end of the game that opens up dimensional rifts and just drops random things from another dimension on the person you shoot the gun at. So it could be like a whale. It could be like a ship. It could be just a giant box, but that gun was a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. Do you it's think insane. that, uh, if that weapon existed, like, like in certain games, I'm going to backtrack even certain games, they'll have like a, if you were to think of a dimensional rift, it's it's easy to box yourself into what we see on Earth now, but like, it's not too far fetched. If the if space is infinite and there's infinite variations throughout it, why is it a whale? Why is it like you know? Could we think of something else that's out there? Like, does it? Am, am I crazy to think that like you know we're gonna think that it's like oh it's a cardboard box from Amazon that's gonna drop down or like <laughs> uh, a, a whale from planet yeah. Earth like if there's other types of planets and life can exist within those parameters of that, then is it going to be that each time? Like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And I, I actually did think about that at one point because in the game, so the, the game really deals with two, two main dimensions, but like it, it talks about the fact that there are like essentially infinite dimensions. Um, but there's there's like two dimensions. So there's like your normal, the default dimension, quote unquote, which is where Ratchet and Clank are from. And then there's another dimension where Rivet and um, I can't remember the other robot's name are from. Uh, and then there's also two like the, the main um, bad guy is his name is Nefarious. It's either Emperor Nefarious or Dr. Nefarious, depending on the dimension you're talking about. Super original. Yeah, um, it's Dr. Ratchet Bad. and Clank. They're Dr. they're Evil. like they're pretty they're pretty uh, cheesy too. But like it, it's all in service of like a humorous, but you know, still kind of cohesive sure. narrative. Um, so they only deal with two main dimensions, but they talk about the fact that there's like tons of dimensions, and they call them dimensions specifically. But every time you go through like a dimensional rift, there's it's always rec- everything is always recognizable. Um, whether it's like animals or other characters. So they don't really lean into the infinite realities uh, idea as much as like, if there were actual infinite dimensions, then that is what you would get. You would get like, you'd get things that you, 
couldn't even comprehend because it's a totally different dimension and a totally different reality. Um, which I'm so, sure is super easy to code. So yeah, great question, Evan. <laughs> like infinite so, dimensions. Yeah, we'll take on that game. But I like the the way they do the dimension hopping and stuff like that. It is like it's pretty contained. So they could have gone a lot weirder with it, I think. But they didn't. It's all like very. And I think it's just because they're trying they're trying to move the story along. They're not trying to like. They're yeah, not trying to talk about like existential dialogue you know. over and over again. According to last week. Oh my gosh! Last yeah. Week's episode. That doesn't get better later in the game either. They keep repeating dialogue. So but, clearly um, they're, you know, they're not trying to go too crazy on that. Like, all right, we've guys, we've already said this a few times, so we're going to switch it yeah. up a little bit. All right. But Josh question, what's the weirdest thing that would drop from a different dimension? Go. I think the weirdest thing that I saw drop from a different dimension was a, like just stuff you wouldn't expect, but I dropped an entire building on an enemy once through one of those portals I did drop a whale through one of those portals, um, and then I dropped uh, like what looked like a giant octopus squid thing, but it's very mm-hmm. large. Um, and then so at times you also drop animals from like other planets and stuff through that's the portal. That's kind of a shame. <laughs> so yeah, I know you're just animal, displacing like, this It's like animal. in the height of its time because I don't know if this dimension <laughs> spans time, but like imagine that animal is like peaking, like mm-hmm. endangerment's not anything that's familiar to that animal and all of a sudden you drop it and like they're wondering why this animal is starting to get become endangered yeah because ratchet and clank over here got this dimensional portal gun that just keeps extracting that specific type of animal (laughs) or species yeah it's because you dropped the linchpin of the species on like a, a goon to kill it when you could have used any of the other weapons to kill him instead, but instead you're like, no, this is a cool gun. I'm going to keep using it, which I also thought about because by the end of the game, they're like, Oh, messing with dimensions is probably bad and not a good idea, but they give you a gun that drops things from other dimensions. And that's all I was using because it's the most fun, most fun one to use. And I was like, this is, this is kind of antithetical to the point that I think they're trying to make, but what, uh, Whatever. If you can think of the weirdest thing that you could drop on somebody, what is it? Like the fu- the funniest thing that you could drop on somebody. If that's weird um, to go with, sure. Man, I like immediately. I go to uh, like a subway sandwich, like a giant subway sandwich. Like I would like to crush somebody with a giant Italian BMT. Okay. Like a two thousand pound BMT would be funny. I think. I think that'd be funny. What What would you What would you drop through a portal to kill? I don't know, with? dude. Like, I mean, again, you know, every fucking podcast I seem to bring up something of uh, a unique nature, and uh, that'll make more sense here in a second. But immediately, I just imagined that like a box of dildos, just like fucking <laughs> raining. Not like so. Not like, one giant one. No, multiple. Like just endless. Okay, I like and it. Like so, just it, constantly getting barraged with like bam, 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 bam. Right. Like, like when you go outside and it's hot in the summer and like gnats are attacking your face, like that's the initial drop, just of little mini okay. dildos, I guess. Like it's just a fucking nuisance, and then eventually, mm-hmm. like you actually take them out. I would love. I would love it if Ratchet and Clank or a game like that. Probably not Ratchet and Clank because it's fairly kid oriented, but like a game yeah. like that. Well, it, actually, it sounds like a Saint. A Saints Row type of gun, um, which is kind of like Grand Theft Auto, but crazy. 
yeah, like we're dude. talking about. GTA I would love a gun. It, though, though, it's like in like a specific. Oh, that's or right. Something. They had like a gimp suit and you'd like literally fight people with not like a that's baseball right. bat. It would like change to a fucking massive yeah. dildo. I forgot about that. Oh, God. Um, dude. And then there's cyberpunk has like dildos all over the place. Like, really? Yeah. It's just like, but, because like, it's just a futuristic because it's a futuristic society. Like everybody owns sex, like sex toys are not looked down upon. Like everybody's got them. And so, like, you'll kill somebody, and when you go and loot their body, they'll have, like, two dildos on them, apparently, for some reason. Because that makes sense. Honey, I got to go to work. (laughs) Can't forget my dildos. (laughs) Get your keys, your dildos, your gun. What the? Um, Why are you? Okay. It's, like, like, everybody's carrying them. They're just, like, laying around. Like, they'll just be on the street or in an alley. Like, they're just everywhere. I wonder if in any way or shape or form that like because of how many dildos they've inserted into the game and by you looting dildos, it's like messed up the ability for the game to run on PlayStation 4, which is still a <laughs> fucking problem. And like, dude, if if it came out like, that it was like it was we put too many dildos in the game. That's why I can't run. I, I hope amazing. that's a headline that I can read one day because that oh would, my God. that would I would be convinced that we're living in one of the dimensions that drops whales. In ratcheting oh yeah well i i mean i think we talked about it a while back about how like skyrim had a really a really rough launch when it first came out as well um on playstation and one of the big reasons for that is that it like it wouldn't forget anything that you had done so like if you had opened a door like way back in the early game um, by the time you got to like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours into the game the game was still remembering that door that you had opened like way back at the beginning of the game. And so every time you saved, like your save file was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because it was like storing and caching every single thing like that. Like if you moved an item from like one place to another, it would remember that. Um, and so it was like storing all this information that it didn't need to store. It just needed to like mark it so that it could reload it back later. If you went back to that area um, and cyberpunk one of the things that it was doing was like when you would turn around, like everything behind you would disappear. So one of the problems was that like, that's why pedestrians would act so weird cars, you know, cops, like stuff like that. Like if you turned around, the game would basically be like, okay, forget all that stuff. Like send all of your processing power to what's actually in visual range. But then when you turn back around, all that stuff was reset. Like it was just gone. And then it would get loaded back in when you turn around, which is the opposite way to go with that. But like also not good. So if they if one of their fixes, quote unquote, was to like, okay, let's like store, let's like cache some of this or let's create a system where like it's it's marked and cached so that the game can recall where things are and what you've done so that we don't have that problem anymore. And that just results in just just thousands of dildos being called into the game all at the same time, because it's like we have to remember where all these are. And then it starts crashing. That would be the best That'd be the best thing in the world. I would love that, it. That would, can you imagine? Like, I guarantee there's some really, really smart gamers out there playing cyberpunk. Like, can you figure out the computing processor or the, the processing power that's required to incorporate dildos into cyberpunk 2077? And if there's any, like, t- some type of correlation that you can draw to that and the game performance that you experience on lower level systems make my day like please like i'm that would be i would hilarious. i'd almost be willing to guarantee that that math could be done by somebody Dude. that understands that 
all you'd have to do is look at the code really like and you should be able to see how much how much memory and processing power it takes to like load an a dildo in with all the physics and the appearance and all that stuff like the spatial references and all that that i mean that math should be possible i would love to see what that looks like we got to call in some uh you know data science wizards here because math can be a little bit more challenging yeah but some fucking nerds but yeah anyway so ratchet and clank that's what i've been playing but evan i i want to ask you this other thing that you added in here um there's a petition that you you added into the outline and i signed it did you sign it i haven't signed it no but it is hilarious so you know i'm doing some browsing here and uh apparently at the time of this article forty-one thousand people have already signed a petition to keep Jeff Bezos or Bezos, whatever, from coming back to Earth after his trip to space next month. Didn't it, and he's taking his brother with him, right? Did I read I, that right? I don't even know. Like, I feel like he's taking somebody. Maybe with him. it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. And like, if I were to guess, if somehow this petition were able to actually hold any authority whatsoever, that he'd probably just be like, bro. I need you to help me out here. Like, don't worry. I've got a billion dollars. I will send another spaceship up and grab you. And then he won't because he's already got a billion dollars and he wants to hold on to all of that and not give it away. So he's going to keep his brother up in space indefinitely (laughs) until he can figure out a way to automate it and take a machine up to space that costs him no money. Yeah. I'm... I, I'm not where this originated, but some, somebody pointed out a while back that he is essentially Lex Luthor at this point. Oh, 1,000%. Uh, and he pretty much is. He kind of looks and, like it. Yeah. And now people are, like, signing petitions to keep him off of the Earth once he leaves it. So if that's, that's not super villain material, I don't know what is. I got to say, though, the Internet wins again. That's just – that's amazing. Like – yeah. I mean, that's the the ultimate deportation. All of a sudden, people on Earth are like, sorry, bud, you're not coming back. (laughs) Man, like, yeah, everybody, all of us down here are like, listen, none of us agree on anything. But the one thing we do agree with is that we're pretty much better off without Jeff Bezos around, I think. You've made life too convenient and run a lot of local businesses out of business. Uh, Yeah, we're not into it. Do I still order from Amazon? Yes, I'm not. Sad dude that's my money in that regard i'm not telling a story about politics with that and that's ultimately what i think is going to be necessary because everything's about money but you know there is a part of me that does appreciate this entire thing and i did have a little pretty funny that's that's the one thing that kills me is like it is it is too convenient like there's really no there's no other e-commerce hub where you can order something and get it by the next day or same day in some cases uh, on a consistent basis like he's they've cracked the code on that but the amount of automations that they have in a place like you've got to pee in or and shit in cups you've got to meet certain deadlines you can only take a bath and break of like a minute or less so i would i stop using amazon if i knew it was directly affecting somebody probably and i feel like i do know that now and so i have questioned ordering something from that because they have the people that are actually fulfilling those orders have to run through a warehouse that isn't organized like a grocery store of like all of your yep. toiletries are down this aisle and all of your frozen goods are down this aisle. It is based on AI and like 
algorithms that basically determine what they think is going to be the quickest way to fulfill an order, which is probably right. Mm -hmm. However, if it doesn't make sense to a human, the person that's interpreting whatever they have to pick up within that order, is it actually doing that? Like, I feel like that's something that they haven't actually planned for within that. So these people yeah. have to run through there, go through a, digging through a box and grab shit out of it to fulfill an order. And that's why you get same day delivery. And that's why you get certain things on your doorstep within hours, the same day even, or uh, next day. Like, yeah. don't know if that's necessarily better, but yeah, it's, um, but like we've set the expectation now where like, if I order oh, something, sure. I should have it by the next day. Um, whereas like, dude, bro, you used to have to send a letter to a company for them to like receive the order and then they would send it back and you would get it maybe within a month. Um, if they were, if they were super efficient. Uh, and I, I think that we wouldn't, I, I think maybe we'd be better off if we went back to something like that. Just let's everybody wait a little, I think slowing things down a bit might be good for the earth as a whole. Um, I think you're right. But you know, until that, like I used to get so excited for prime day every year. And this year I was like, I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel weird about like, like I, I buy on Amazon anyway, but this year I felt kind of weird about like participating in prime day uh, for whatever reason. Cause I, I don't, I don't like that people are being treated like that. Um, Josh, but it's also, we've talked about though. It's okay. All right, fine. I actually bought two. So it's Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, just whispering in your <laughs> ear, the little Lex Luthor. Uh, he is actually good. But anyway, uh, that's what we've been playing. Um, and you know, Bezos, if you're listening, uh, eat a dick, you fucking bald piece of shit, Lex <laughs> Luthor. Unless, unless you want to pay us to promote Amazon on your on our podcast. In and that case, we'll sell out for you too. Use our Amazon portal after the episode here. <laughs> Our, our affiliate link. Yeah. Um, all right, Evan, are you interested in some video game news? I suppose. There are some stories here. So let's put five minutes on the timer, and I'm going to run through five. Let's wait. One, two, three, four. I'm going to run through four stories in five minutes. Here we go. Ready? Go. First story is Pete Hines, the chief marketing officer from Bethesda, has apologized to PlayStation players for Star Fo Star Fox Starfield being an Xbox PC exclusive. This story comes from PC Gamer, and the quote from Pete Hines is, I don't know how to allay the fears and concerns of PlayStation 5 fans other than to say... I am a PlayStation 5 player as well, and I play games on that console, and there's games I'm going to continue to play on it, but if you want to play Starfield, it's PC and Xbox. Sorry. The, all I can really say is I apologize. So they are acknowledging the fact that that is a bummer to PlayStation users, but there's nothing he can really do about it or Bethesda can really do about it. Um, that was an Xbox decision, it sounds like. Second, George R.R. R. Martin confirms his work on Elden Ring was done years ago. The story comes from Eurogamer, and the quote from George R.R. R. Martin is the game is called Elden Ring and it's a sequel to a video game that came out a few years ago called Dark Souls. My work on it was actually done years ago. These games, they're like movies. They take a long time to develop. Basically, they wanted a world created to set the game in. They wanted world building. So according to this article, Mar uh, Martin wrote the initial lore. He did the world building and he actually wrote the game's main bosses as well. Uh, and if you're curious, Elden Ring releases January 21st, 2022. Two. Next, PlayStation is totally super cool with crossplay now, guys. Promise. This uh this article comes from Video Games Chronicle, and in it, Jim Ryan told Axios 
Jim Ryan's back, Evan. Jim Ryan told Axios, we support and encourage crossplay, uh, and says that it already works on Rocket League, Fortnite, and others. Um, last month, however, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney, uh, in the Epic versus Apple trial, noted that Sony is also the only platform holder that charges for crossplay. Um, and he shared a document showing that it demands royalties that the pr- uh, proportion of revenue made through in-game purchases is less than 85% of PlayStation users. There has been an issue recently as well with Borderlands 3 crossplay, preventing it from coming to PlayStation. Uh, Jim Ryan didn't comment on that uh, because he said he couldn't comment on a live business deal with a long-standing business partner, quote-unquote, but insisted that their policies are consistent across the board. And lastly, Cyberpunk 2077, after being unavailable for 186 days, returns to the PlayStation Store with a caveat from PlayStation. This story comes from Polygon. Um, And the quote from Sony is, SIE can confirm, Sony Interactive Entertainment, can confirm that Cyberpunk 2077 will be relisted on the PlayStation Store starting June 21st, 2021. Users will continue to experience performance issues with the PS4 edition, while CD Projekt Red continues to improve stability across all platforms. SIE recommends playing the title on PS4 Pro or PS5 uh, for the best experience. That was in an email from uh, a SIE representative. The Facebook post on the PlayStation official Facebook page said Cyberpunk 2077 is now available at PlayStation Store. Uh, work on the PS4 version continues with fixes and updates to be released throughout the year for the best experience of PlayStation playing on PS4 Pro or PS5 consoles is recommended. They're doing that because they want to spark more demand in the PS5 because I would love to play Cyberpunk 2077 on the PS5. <laughs> Do you know why I but... can't play <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, that was a yeah. weird way to say and that. There's... On the PS5. I can't there's... fucking order the PS5 anywhere because it's sold out <laughs> everywhere because of production issues. My my thing is this Facebook post. I was like, shouldn't that read Cyberpunk 2077 is still not available on PlayStation? <laughs> Still broken on PlayStation, yeah. Because I promise you, what's going to happen is somebody's going to buy somebody that doesn't know any better, somebody that didn't read that blog, that Facebook post, or the email, or the the article from Polygon, is going to be like, oh, it's back on the PlayStation Store, and they're going to buy it for their base PS4, thinking it must be ready for my PS4 now because it's back on the PlayStation Store, and they're going to download it, and it's going to be broken, and PlayStation is going to get inundated with refund requests all over again. Because they put it back on the store. If it's still not working on base PS4s, don't fucking post it on the store for purchase on base PS4s. The PS5 version hasn't even released yet. No, I think it's perfectly It's insane logical. to me. Yeah, no, let's do that. Yep. Fix fix the game. So, don't, don't give me that Cyberpunk shitty IKEA is... table with three legs. <laughs> so Cyberpunk is back. That's the exact analogy you used when we talked about Cyberpunk in the first place, I'm, which is I'm impressive. Bringing it back. Um yeah, it's it's back in it's back in uh our our episode outlines um but it shouldn't be uh in my opinion. You know how it's so. gonna leave our episode outlines? Fix your fucking game. That's right. Just put yeah, out because a quality honestly, product. Because honestly, if they fix it and I play it and enjoy it, I likely will never talk about that game again. Like, no, it prob- no, I-, I probably wouldn't even put it in my games I've been I playing. Like, I'll just quietly play it and let it go away. I love Keanu Reeves. I don't I want do to talk shit on any product that he puts out. He seems like a good dude. And <clears throat> by all accounts, he's, yeah, that seems to hold up. I mean, his performance was good in the game. It wasn't, you know, I have it's no complaints about his performance. Saving grace that they've had in that yeah. game. Good Lord. 
Remove so. a few dildos, all right? Like speed yeah. up the CPU processing power <laughs> as if I know what I'm talking about right Lower now. Lower the dildo count uh, yeah. and things should be fine. Devote that processing power to something else. Exactly. Speaking of which, Evan, we mm-hmm. did this kind of out of order, but Big time. let's jump into the topic of the show uh, because that it relates to morality and video games and just insanity and weirdness which is great anyway um but we're talking about twitch and their banning of what they're calling earlick streams or earlick asmr streams um so people aren't familiar with asmr uh it's it's essentially um i should have i should have just pulled up the definition of asmr but it's essentially just people making uh sound effect or like noises like mouth noises or whispering or like t- turning pages of books it's basically Can like you do audio it real quick for us audio um i mean <laughs> a, an example would be like like there's whole streams of like people doing mouth noises which little, i think is a little bizarre. weird but so like it's it's been this whole genre um autonomous sensory meridian response um but essentially, that's that's what ASMR stands for. But it's essentially like different sounds that trigger like a pleasure response in people, and it's different for everybody. Like I said, it's like pa- the pages of a book turning, mouth noises, whispering, um, and in this case, it's ear the the simulation of ear licking, the sound of ear licking Which on Twitch. Really doesn't sound pleasant, actually. No, like... it doesn't sound great at all. Um, but this this story came from Kotaku. Uh, and, and so to, to talk about this, we have to go back a little bit and talk about hot tub streams really quickly because Twitch has a section on the website, which is like just chatting. It's, it's just streamers chatting with their audience. Um, and so, uh, what some streamers, female streamers mostly started to do is because Twitch has such, um, strict rules about like sexuality and what is, what is and isn't allowed as far as apparel goes. Um, like you can't just sit in a gaming chair in an office in a bikini and like do the just chatting streams because Twitch would deem that sexual content. But if you were in a bikini in a hot tub doing a stream, then the, the quote unquote nudity is contextualized. And so Twitch doesn't ban that. And so people were doing hot tub streams where they would do just chatting, but in a bikini in a hot tub. And some of them were not even in a hot tub. They were in like a little inflatable pool or some shit like it was just the bare minimum that they had to do to make that work. Um, and obviously they were popular. So there was a whole hullabaloo about that. Like Twitch ended up like basically um, giving that its own section of the website. Um, they had demonetized uh, some of those str- or all of those streams, I think at one point um, and restricted ad service on those streams and things like that. Um, and so now that got resolved. So this ear licking thing is just the next iteration of like a weird thing that Twitch is putting their foot down about. Um, speaking of Am- fucking Amazon too, because Twitch is owned by Amazon. That's what I was going to tie it into here. So God damn it. So now like some of those same hot tub streamers, one of them um, being uh, a Twitch streamer named Amaranth um, is, is doing like, she's been doing ASMR all along, but recently started doing, like ear licking simulation and like other people have been doing it as well. And Twitch banned her and some others um, 
I think indefinitely, although they may be back up on the site now. But anyway, this is really strange, Evan, and I'm really curious to know your thoughts did you, on did all you of this. Watch the video. I did. I watched. I watched the clip that's posted in this article. Like it's it's she, really weird. It's super bizarre. She's wearing a horse mask, and if we can find a way to like tie in the audio, let's let's do it. But it, it's, I, it's I can probably bizarre. insert the audio. Yeah. Like she's I, she's I, wearing I, a um she's wearing a sp- like a, a spider Gwen like unitard. So it's like a spider Gwen outfit. Uh, if you're familiar with the comics. And then a, a horse mask on her head. And just making, you know, bizarre noises all throughout that whole thing, which are sexual of nature. But in the end... I mean, like, I like some of those sounds, though, I wouldn't even qualify them as sexual. No, no, no. no. They're like, just not all of it. No. Weird sounds. It's... it's the whole, it, you've, You need the video to, like, make sense of any of that, if you can make sense of any of it. Yeah. Maybe However, I'll just link... Maybe I'll just link the article... Like in the show notes, and then people it's, can see and hear all of it for themselves. Probably, a, it's a good move. It's just like the whole thing is bizarre, though, too, because it's like, why is it even being banned? Like the Jeff Bezos again, the owner. Uh, pretty sure divorce was stemming from an affair that he had. Which chances are it wasn't just because the you know what was her name, Lauren Sanchez or something. Yeah, whatever her name was. Uh, they probably weren't doing AMSR together and like his <laughs> wife was like, Oh God, like I can't believe you did that. Like chances are they were probably doing some other shit. Why, why are we like, so just, why do we have to be so pure about this though too? Like where did babies come from? Like, I don't mean to go super hippie on this right now, but like sex is a beautiful thing. I'm just going to say, it. I'm just gonna say it. like, there's nothing inherently wrong with that idea. But, like, the idea that, like, there's certain Puritan values that have, like, permeated throughout our culture of, like, oh, this is bad and this is good. And we've defined those things. And, like, as soon as it crosses over a certain border, it's no longer acceptable. And the fact that Amazon, of all places, that owns Twitch has, like, a whole fucking handbook, basically, of, like, you can't do these things that are sexual in nature. But context is important. If it's a hot tub, it's no longer sexual. Like, that's okay. But now it's not because all of a sudden people have manipulated that, I guess, in some way. And now people are fucking wearing spandex and moaning with a horse head on their suit. And like, that's not okay either. Like, I honestly, it's weird. I'm not like into that in any way. Would I watch that? No, I would really question where I'm at in life. If I'm actually watching that shit outside of reading it through an article. Right. But like the idea that like certain behaviors are are ostracized and like just completely stigmatized too, is like, is bizarre. It's like, this is a human thing. Yeah. And like, why are we so bizarre about it? I don't think that it should be exploited. And I don't necessarily agree that, you know, if children are the primary audience, that this should be, I don't know if okay is even the right word, but like, cause that contradicts everything that I just mentioned, but it's just like, I think there's a better way to do it, but by the demonization of, of sexuality as a gen, like as a whole, you don't make it better. You don't prevent anything. It's the same idea as saying, the best way to avoid all of these, like having a kid and all of this is abstinence. Like, let's just throw that out of the fucking like options because kids are not going to listen to it. People are like, they're still going to engage in it. They're still going to be fucking horny as hell. They got emotions running through them and they got hormones that are firing off like fucking yep. crazy. But yeah, let's lean on something that won't work. Yeah. Same idea as drug war. Yeah. Let's make all yeah. drugs illegal and people won't do it anymore. Mm. 
how did that go? Yeah. Well, Let's I, I like assess it with some data here. Yeah. I, I like the comparison to the drug war because um, I've alluded to it, I think, on the show before, but like the crazy way that I grew up, like the crazy situation in which I grew up, which is, um, I, I mean, there you, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Like it was like it was a cult. Uh, it was extreme conservative, far right, fundamentalist Christian, um, like so strict that we weren't allowed to like we owning a TV was frowned upon. We weren't allowed to go to the movies, couldn't touch or be uh, alone in the same room with the opposite sex at any time for any reason. Um, like all kinds of crazy, 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 crazy ideas. Um, and the part of that part of that situation growing up was the extreme fetishization of like any sexual activity. Like, and it sounds weird to talk about fetishizing sex because like there is like there is a certain titillation that goes with sex and like it's it's like exciting and like kind of taboo and stuff. But like they would so extremely fetishize it to the point where like it like telling telling a child that touch like even touch like accidentally touching a member of the opposite sex is bad and wrong is like you are you you are repressing so much that it's going to it's going to like explode somewhere else eventually no pun um, intended no pun intended honestly but like and i would i would i don't know the actual statistics on this but i'd be willing to bet that uh because i like i knew in high school i knew probably five or six different couples that got pregnant at like 16 17 18 um, and I would bet that that's higher proportionally than the average, the national average. Um, because like th- we're talking about like very small groups, like very small social You're groups. Probably not like, wrong. It's like literally everything. Like when you when you do that, like it's even bizarre to talk about it, but like it, it's it's valid. Like the fetish fetish oh, that is a tough word. It's a tough word. Fetishization. of that, like. Again, why is human touch being, why, why is it being looked at in that way? Like, it's, it's the opposite sex. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. Like, right. I understand wanting to protect people, but it's like, there's an element of like, within our culture that pleasure is bad. And like, mm-hmm. it's not even about that either. Like just hugging somebody. Why is that even looked at as a bad thing? Like just showing that you love somebody like we are human beings and human connection includes human touch. And that feels good to hug somebody that you love. There's nothing sexual about that yet. That becomes a thing that is fixated upon. And yeah. Oh, that's probably super healthy. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, would you said five or six couples that had a baby. And I, I honestly, I would not be surprised in any way if there is some type of a uh, percentage that that's a bit higher. Like, if you don't talk about it, it doesn't make it better. Like if you say something's bad, it doesn't make it better. Like these things still exist. Kids are going to do exactly what you tell them not to do. So why not just talk about it? Especially if you tell them not to do it without any context, real reasoning (laughs) or like, yeah, context or, or education to go along with it. Like it's just, this is bad. You're not allowed to do it which makes it that much more tantalizing. Like 
So th- there is a there is a psychological phenomenon um, which Peter Rollins, um, among other people, talk about. Peter Rollins is a philosopher that I I listen to and and read, but like where like a certain amount of repression um, and um, and taboo cultural taboo is healthy. Like if if we weren't repressed at all and there were no taboos, then like. As essentially like our species would die off like if sex was not a little bit uh like ooh you know then like nobody would be doing it and we like we would die out like our, our species would cease to exist so there, there a certain amount of repression is necessary to get people to like incentivize people to do it to make it something that seems worthwhile so there is like there is a certain level of healthy repression just for the sake of like incentivizing people to do things that they need to do for the proliferation of the species. However, when you lean so far into those puritanical views, then you've got like pure puritanical views are at their core, extremely misogynistic and unhealthy because like what, what Uh you're doing then, like as a young man being raised in that environment and, and being told you're not allowed to touch the opposite sex, that's bad. What I'm also being taught at the same time is responsibility for my sexual urges and controlling them is outside of me. Like that responsibility is placed on the girls in my grade or like whomever I'm sexually attracted to. So like, I'm not responsible for controlling my own sexual urges because girls shouldn't dress a certain way or, or act a certain way or whatever. Um, and if they do like, like then, then it's reducing me as a male or, or anybody really to this just animalistic, uncontrolled driveling sexually driven being that if 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 put in certain situations is going to only have one option right um and all like all of that's that's demeaning to everyone involved that's demeaning to to women it's demeaning to men it's demeaning to humanity honestly like it there's just so much about it that's so awful and like abusive and unhealthy I think there's also a point where like when you you fail to give context to certain things or reasoning behind certain things it it doesn't allow for an element of discipline which discipline and i i don't you 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 mentioned taboo it's like i don't i see them being closely related where it's like sure survival could uh support the idea of like it's i think that there are some some things where it's like certain religions don't eat certain foods for a certain reason let's say pork because there could be a particular uh disease or parasite that comes with eating that and then it becomes developed within the religion in a sense like oh we don't eat pork we don't eat meat or we don't do this because this ultimately helped our survival but we've then intertwined that with certain belief systems right but discipline is in the same way something that i kind of i think are hand in hand within that like but you can't create discipline. You can't create. Um, you can't even teach people to understand how to better manage something if they don't understand the why about it. Like if you just say that this is bad and you provide no context, like that, that's not going to keep people from doing said thing. Eating meat. Yeah. Eating meat in quotes. Like going after. Like like you're. You, you have like you were a fucking kid at the end of the day too, especially yeah. with like stuff related to, to sex or whatever. And it's like, I, if it's I were insane. to bet too, who are watching, who is watching AMSR 
Twitch streams. This is a fucking long shot, but if I were to guess who's watching it, it's probably people that also came from some type of community that said abstinence is great and say no to drugs. Like, like it just, they probably have no context since they're watching that and their parents walk in on them as they're like watching a chick in some <laughs> fucking horse suit, like make weird noises. And they're like, Oh my God, like Timmy, what are you doing? Like, it's a hot tub Twitch stream or ear, whatever the new AMSR like hashtag ear licking. is. Yeah. You're licking. <laughs> God. Uh, Timmy. yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's so strange. Like, again, I, like, I, I think what we're both saying, Evan, is that like, who cares if this exists? Like, why would you, why would you possibly think this was productive to ban or like, why, why would you possibly be so bothered by this? You'd be like, no more ear licking sound effects on Twitch. Um, but also like, why, why do people feel the need for this to exist is, a, another interesting question. Yeah. Maybe me. look at the root of this whole entire thing of why this is even a thing. Like, yeah, I don't but know. The whole thing is like, bizarre. Like I, I just, I, I don't like when people try and control <laughs> other people for very like bizarre reasons. Like there's really nothing inherently wrong with this. Is this something yeah. that I'm going to listen to in my free time? Absolutely not. I think it's pretty goddamn bizarre. Like, but that's also like, I'm not in this. I don't know. Like I, I, yeah. I don't look at it the same way. I just think it's like, it's just strange. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's nothing like, there's nothing sexually gratifying about this to me, but no, no. like I, I also don't begrudge somebody if somebody's like, yeah, this is my thing. Like, okay, great. I, like, I'm happy that you, you have found something that, that does that for you and more power to you. I don't think it's hurting anybody else. Like you can age gate this content like you do with everything else on the internet. YouTube does it there. There just seems like, it seems like a bizarre a bizarre stand to take dude. And speaking of puritanical values, I didn't have this in the outline, but there's a story going around about, um, so there's a Harley Quinn show on HBO animated show. Um, and it's like, it's fairly adult in nature. Like some of the themes are pretty adult. Like it's got a lot of action and like there's language in it and stuff like that. Um, but apparently the writers of the show had to cut a scene in which Batman performed oral sex on Catwoman, I think Selena Kyle, um, there's like sexual situations in the show already. Cause it is like more geared towards adults. Um, and, and so like they've had, like there have been sexual like scenes in the show already. Like that's that uh, evidently has, has been fine, but WB put their foot down about Batman performing oral sex on Selena Kyle. And the quote was something along the lines of heroes. Don't do that. And Get people are going out of here. People are going wild about that statement. Bro. Like, what are you talking about? Heroes don't do that. Like, what are you saying? That's a definition like, of a hero. In my yeah, book. it's this is a consensual relationship. That is one of the most selfless things you can do. And like, so they're but they're like, oh, Batman, like we need to protect the image. And people are like, but he they already have sex. Like what? Like this is a really bizarre hang up to have. Flip and to me, it points more. Quick. It points scenario. more towards yeah yeah yeah, but it Cat points ones. more towards the the um the psychological like uh issues that the person making the decision has, and not like not that it's oh, it's not the fact God. that they're trying to protect Batman's image, <laughs> and for me, it's not the fact that Twitch is trying to protect their users. No. Like there are some psychological issues that whoever's making this these decisions have 
that that like that's that's like it's it's being reflected in these decisions that are being made which i like that to me is the far more interesting bro dude aspect. Right, so it's catwoman going down on batman do you think they stop that i doubt it honestly i i that wasn't the <sighs> scenario but i i doubt that they would ban that i don't know like it yeah, it seems strange. Maybe they would. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't think like, so. It, I, really I don't. don't I don't think, think so. that that would raise as many flags apparently as like the opposite. But no, that's to to me. It's interesting to think about like who made that decision and what is their deal. Like, what do they have going on that triggered them so much about who? that? Let's figure out who's uh, up in leadership with WB here. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, he's got some weird, weird things going on there. It's really strange. But like this Twitch thing seems like the same thing to me. Like That's a good point. Somebody's got like, somebody's got some kind of a hang up and they're like, Oh no, we need to protect our whoever. But I mean, it's, it's really more about them and not he just doesn't know how to do it. And he's yeah, fucking mad. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's like, nobody ever licked my ear. So <laughs> this is done. Um, I don't know. It's fucking strange. Uh, but I, I'd be interested to see where this goes from here because the hot tub streams did get, they were fine. Like they, they got their monetization monetization back. They have their own section. So I'm wondering if these ear licking streams uh, are, are going to be the same or if Twitch is that's, that's where they put their foot down. No more ear licking at all. Well, this seems like a good chance to jump into our, you are hardcore gamer quiz. Totally related. Love it. <laughs> Video game quizzes and ear licking. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is, let's close out the show, Evan, with a palate cleanser, um, poor choice of words, but let's close out the show <laughs> with this. Uh, I actually thought it was and- a good intro, but I was like, wait, no, now that you said that, that is a yeah, interesting choice. Um, and yeah, we, we figured we'd take a, a little video game quiz. Um, so I found the quiz, but, but, uh, I guess everyone will just have to trust me on this. I did not preview the questions or the answers. Um, so there are some questions there. I know there is an answer key at the bottom. Um, I know that much. So we'll be able to tally up our scores by the end and we'll see, uh, who, who is the expert this week. Um, and there's some pretty obscure, obscure questions. It it says, uh, in the, in the description. So, um, so what I thought we could do, Evan, looking at this now, we've got, uh, here we go. So each question, they're numbered like one through whatever, um, and they all have four answers, A, B, C, and D. So I figured we could write down our answers. So 1A, 2B, et cetera, et cetera. And then we can go through the answer key and tally them up and see who is the smartest gamer. Um, I've got no hope. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's do it. Uh, This is You Didn't Ask, We Answer, by the way, uh, is this segment. I did that same thing last time. Um, here we go. Question number one, Evan. What was Mario's name in Donkey Kong? So the game, the original Donkey Kong game where the plumber is like climbing the the ramps to get to the princess by Donkey Kong. Um, and I, so here here are just so the listeners know, here are the the potential answers. Jumpman, Mr. Plumber, if you want to play along at home. Jumpman, Mr. Plumber, Antonio, or Junpei? <laughs> Junpei, maybe? Um, so that is question one. You got your answer? I got my answer. All right. Question number two. 
What time traveling device appears in Assassin's Creed? Time sphere, cosmic treadmill, animus, or epic? Epoch. I'm pr- I'm fairly I'm fairly confident in my answer on this one. It's been a while since I played. They, those Assassin's Creed games jumped the shark at some point, so um, we'll have to see. All right, question. You got your answer for that one. Got my answer. All right, question three. Which of these characters never speaks? This is a tough one. Um, well, actually, not that tough, I guess. Uh, we've got Nathan Drake of Uncharted fame, Mario of Mario fame, Link of Zelda fame, or Master Chief of Halo fame. We talked about Master Chief last week. Who do you think would win in a fight among these these people? Uh, I don't know who Nathan Drake is. I don't recall. Sounds familiar. He's, he's the male version of Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Hmm, They're essentially the same him. games. He's just a, a dude. Um... I feel like Master Chief's got that fight. Yeah, well, you know, he's living in a different time, but uh, there's something about magic with Link that I feel like he might be able to pull it off, too. That's true. If he's got the Master Sword, he might be able and to. And Mario is a serial killer. so That's true. Mario's kill count is probably higher than any of the rest of them. So, uh, All right, question four. What's the best-selling video game console of all time? The an- possible answers are the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, the, the original um, Nintendo console, Xbox 360, Nintendo DS, or PlayStation 2. Those are the possible answers. Ready for question five? Let's get to it. Question five. Which came first, the Mortal Kombat game or the Mortal Kombat movie? Question number six. Why did Princess Peach invite Mario to the castle in Mario 64? A, she was worried about she was worried Bowser would attack. B, she'd baked him a cake. C, to go on a date. D, to pose for a painting. I gotta say, D is kind of hilarious. A little Titanic D, vibes going on there. Yeah, D would be pretty good with his hat and only his hat. <laughs> Paint me a picture, Peach. <laughs> Paint me like one of your Koopa girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Question seven. Do you ever see Gordon Freeman's face in the Half-Life series? Gordon Freeman is, um, I think, the main protagonist of the Half-Life series. It's, kind it's been of a, a while tough since one. I've played those games in a while. Never actually played that, so um, long shot. All right. Yes or no is just the two answers there if you're playing at home. Two possible answers. Um Question eight. What is Mega Man called in Japan? The game Mega Man. Uh, Whiskid, Mr. Robot, Rockman, or Jumpman? This one's tough. Question number nine. Which two characters have been Nathan Drake's love interests? Um, Colleen Simpson. Uh, I'm just, I'm laughing because if, if you didn't know Nathan Drake, you're probably not going to know this one either. Um, but Colleen Simpson, Elena Fisher, Chloe Frazier, or Emma Fitzgerald. Uh, so it's going to be two of these. Jesus, dude. So I'm pretty confident of one of them, but it's also been a while since I played an Uncharted game. Um, how many questions total are there? 
16. Okay, we're almost there. Question number 10. What does Pokemon stand for? Pokemonsoon? Portable collectible <laughs> Portable Collectible Monsters, Poker Monkeys, or Pocket Monsters? According to my parents, it stands for demonic possession. Keep your children away <laughs> from it forever. Amen. Um, question number 11. What was the first video game console? The Magnavox Odyssey, the Atari 2600, the Intellivision, or the Sega SG-100? That one's kind of tough, too. A couple of those came out fairly close together, I think. Question 12. Could you select your character in the original Doom? Uh, the options here are A, yes, and B, no. <laughs> those, are, those are the options. Um, question 13. Which of these is not a Castlevania protagonist? Simon Belmont, Richter Belmont, Trevor Belmont, or Thomas Belmont? Uh, and for bonus points, listeners, if you want to tell us what the relationships between those Belmonts are, um, this is one I happen to know because I love Castlevania. And the Netflix series is great, and you should watch it. Um all right, question 14. Which of these ships played a key role in Mass Effect 2? Hyperion, Valkyrie, Lewis and Clark, or SSV Normandy? Question 15. Which Grand Theft Audio game was the first... Audio? Nope, that's not it. Which Grand Theft Auto game was the first to offer playable female characters? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, Grand Theft Auto 4, The Ballad of Gay Tony, Grand Theft Auto, or none of the above? That's the first none of the above option we've gotten. What a misogynist game, Evan. For only one game in the franchise to offer playable female characters. Terrible. Shame, shame. <laughs> Um, all right. And last question, question 16, who helped create Mar? It says who helped created Mario, but I think they meant who helped create Mario, uh, who helped create Mario, Zelda and Star Fox. The options are Gabe Newell, Newell, God, Gabe Newell, Sigeru Miyamoto, Nobuo Uematsu or Satoru Iwata, Satoru Iwata, uh, who is the, that's the book I'm reading. That's the only reason I got that one right. Um, at least confident in my answer. Okay. Those are all the questions. Listeners, I hope you have your answers locked in at home. Here we go. We're going to find out who is the expert and who is not. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Already. Question one. What was Mario's name in Donkey Kong? The correct answer was A, Jumpman. Um... So how how are we doing so far, Evan? Uh, one wrong. I put Mr. Plumber. And okay. I honestly, after looking at it, not sure why I picked that because that seems like the worst option out of any of those. I mean, he is a plumber. 
he his is. lore has always been that he's a plumber so yeah but that is so bad of a guess like <laughs> what seems to be like most obvious but like most obviously wrong like that's what i went with kind of fair but fair. that's what i've got all right number two what time traveling device appears in assassin's creed the correct answer was c animus got that one right nice all right yeah it, it barely makes an appearance in some of the later games um it's kind of a, a a side thing at that point um number three which of these characters never speak the correct answer is c link almost went with that but went with master chief instead uh uh, honestly, the only reason I know that Master Chief speaks is I listened to another podcast where somebody got a cameo from the guy that plays Master Chief. Um, and I was like, oh, yes, I have heard that voice before. So um, question four. I'm not the biggest Halo fan. Question four. What's the best selling video game console of all time? Correct answer was D, PlayStation 2. Yep. Got that one wrong, too. Doing great so far. <laughs> okay. Um not to brag, but I'm four for four so far. Okay. okay. Uh, which came first, Mortal Kombat the game or Mortal Kombat the movie? Correct answer was A, the game. Got that one right. Nice. Okay. Um, which is interesting because they used footage, if I remember correctly, they used footage from the live action video capture that they did in the game in the movie um, and some of the same actors because... Hmm. Yeah, it, that was one of the first games to use live uh, video um, in a game, which was cool. Um, number six, why did Princess Peach invite Mario to the castle in Mario 64? The correct answer was B. She had baked him a cake. Right. But the better answer would have been that she wanted to paint him in his hat and only his hat. And I went with the another obvious answer. She was worried Bowser would attack. Dude, that you would think that's the obvious answer, but Princess Peach is so oblivious, she never sees it fucking coming. She never we talked about this when we were talking about Mario being a murderer. She never builds up defenses. She seems very unconcerned about the safety of her citizens and her kingdom. She's never ready for it. Never never looking ahead that one. Can't have her in power. I know. Uh question number seven. Do you ever see Gordon Freeman's face in the Half Life series? Yes or no? The answer is no. For that, yep. I got three right. Catching up to you. Yeah. All right. Question number eight: What is Mega Man called in Japan? Correct answer is Rock Man. I did not get that one correct. Uh, yeah. Nope. Neither did I. Apparently. Did you go wait, with Mr. Robot? Oh, wait. Nope. Got that one right. You got it. You got, got it. Got that one right. Nice. I should have known that because I one of the podcasts I listen to, the guy is a very uh, devout Mega Man fan, and I'm sure he's mentioned that before, but I went with Mr. Robot instead. <laughs> um, number nine, which two characters have been Nathan Drake's love interests? The correct correct answers were B and C, Elena Fisher and Chloe Fraser. Jesus, and I picked neither of those. Oh, Colleen man. Simpson. You had like a 50-50 chance on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got both of these right. I only knew Elena for sure. Um, and then I had to reach for Chloe. But um, Clo- uh, Elena, I think, is the the one that he ends up marrying um, in Uncharted 4, if I remember correctly. 
Um, what does Pokemon stand for? Question 10. Correct answer, of course, no, is son of a bitch. D, Pocket Monsters. Well, this is going well. <laughs> Which one did you pick? Uh, I picked Pokemon soon. <laughs> Wait, did you really? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. I, I love all of those other answers. Poker Monkeys is good, too. Um, question 11. What was the first video game console? Ah, fuck me. The correct answer here is A, the Magnavox Odyssey. I also oh. did not get that one correct. Yep, I went B with maybe A, because for some reason Magnavox actually seems like a logical option. And uh, I still got that wrong, though. Yeah, for some, so for some reason I went with the Intellivision. Um, I don't think I was even aware that the Magnavox Odyssey was a console at all. But I know Intellivision came out, I think, right slightly before the Atari 2600. Um, I'm not even sure the Sega SG-100 is a real thing. But <laughs> the Intellivision came with, like, this weird paddle. It was, like, a number pad. It looked like a phone dial. And then it had a wheel on it. And you would insert... Um, covers over the number pad that would come with the game and it would tell you which buttons to push to play the game it was it was pretty revolutionary for the time i i need to go look up the magnavox odyssey now and see what that looks like um question 12 could you select your character in the original doom the correct answer there is no you could not um i think in in most or all of the doom games you can only play as doom guy uh which is what he's widely known as question 13 which of these is not a castlevania protagonist simon richter trevor or thomas the correct answer is d thomas still doing well uh how many do you have right um i have all but two right so far okay uh won't be catching up to you but <laughs> that's all right um yeah uh so simon Simon is the original Belmont. Richter, I think, is Simon's son. And Trevor, I think, is Richter's son, if I remember correctly. Uh, I was going to say that, too. I think that's how the lineage goes. Um, the Castlevania series is seriously really, really good on Netflix. Uh, if y'all haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, question 14. Which of these ships played a key role in Mass Effect 2? The correct answer is the Normandy. Um. Having never having we talked about this, Evan having never played Mass Effect uh, at all, I wasn't I wasn't sure how this one would go for you. <laughs> having only played the second one a little bit, I that's the only reason I knew that this was the Normandy. Yeah, yeah. Now it doesn't look like I'm going to be doing too hot on this, <laughs> and uh, this is the only video game podcast and any podcast you'll ever need. Well, clearly. Evan, um, I did find a hockey terms quiz um at some Dude, point that i was gonna, kind of saving and better it so we, should, be we better. should do that one at some point um question 15 which grand theft auto game was the first to offer playable female characters and the correct answer is c i yeah, did not I put, know that i put none of the above i put a because i was sure that they wouldn't let you play as a female until online but apparently i was wrong this is not a misogynist game series so apologies to Rockstar and the whole team. And last question, question 16, who helped create Mario, Zelda, and Star Fox? The correct answer is Sigeru Miyamoto. 
um, and not Satoru Iwata. I really um, thought I was convinced that was un- correct. Unfortunately, Satoru Iwata was instrumental in creating Kirby from Kirby's Dreamland, um, but not Mario, Zelda, and Star Fox. That was Miyamoto. Well, um, I got so, five right, Josh. <laughs> of all of those, I think I got I got thirteen. I got three wrong. So 13 right. I um, think we could go as far as saying that you are a hardcore gamer. I am just a indoor kid is all. Uh, so video games, video games fit that lifestyle pretty nicely. I, uh, yeah, you know, you are not allowed to uh, interact with the opposite sex in uh, <laughs> video games. Here we go. That's not. A yeah. I, me, by the way, that I is was like, barely. No, no, no. It, it, but it's it's points well taken. I was barely allowed to have a TV in my room to have a video game console. Yeah, like I had to beg and plead to have that. So, did you have to say a prayer every time before you uh, fired it up? I didn't, but I legitimately had to take the antenna off of the TV so that like it w- it literally wouldn't do anything but play video games. Like I couldn't get any reception on it. Like my parents weren't taking any chances. But yeah, that's my life, and that's why. That's why I'm an obsessive video gamer because that's all I can do. So yeah, that's our show. I I don't know. Like we always get to the end of the show, Evan, and it, like it always is weird enough at the end of the show that I'm like I I don't know where to go from here other than to say that we're done. So that's the end of the show, and we did it. Stay sweaty. <laughs> okay, stay sweaty. The only gaming podcast you'll ever need. Wait, wait. Like us on social, leave reviews, send us an email at uh, or don't casual sweats pod. We don't care or don't. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, we're out. That's that's enough. Uh, until next week, stay sweaty. <laughs>